If you feel unmotivated, burnt out or stuck, you might be outside your comfort zone. I'm life coach Adam Kowalik on a mission to end suffering and this podcast is dedicated to sharing how you indeed can perform, grow and expand until all your goals comfortably fit inside your comfort zone, helping you change the easy way. Coming up on this week's Inside the Comfort Zone. In my experience, the transformation is absent due to the over-reliance on information, which is due to a simple misunderstanding that what people need the most is the answer to the question, how? You might have heard me say on this podcast before that we are here to redefine the personal and professional development industry. It's a mission and a promise. But what does it really mean? Is it even necessary? Oh yes, it's necessary for so many reasons. One being that it simply isn't helping as much as it claims, and I'm coming back to this in a minute, and one of the other reasons are that there's some serious harm being done in the name of helping and healing, which I've spoken about in past episodes. Another reason is that I want to make coaching and support more accessible by making it more affordable, among other things. Personal development has such an amazing impact on all areas of life and has an exponential reach. I mean, when you take into account all the people around you who get affected by you growing and improving, coaching shouldn't only be available to high-ticket clients. And for these reasons and more, I'm convinced that the industry can benefit from a change. And today, I wanted to talk specifically about transformation successful change. I have a mentor, or rather an informal mentor, and with informal, I mean that he's not aware that he's being my mentor, but I've read most of his 40 books, purchased and listened to most of his audio programs, I've hired and worked with his apprentices, and of course read their books as well. So in effect, he's mentored me and impacted me on a massive level for several years. And his name is Steve Chandler. And he is considered to be the godfather of coaching. This mentor of mine once shared a great expression that has guided me on my journey on becoming an impactful coach and making a difference in people's lives. The expression goes like this, once for information, twice for transformation. Now, this was said in relation to reading books but has far greater implications than that, as I will help make clear today. Chandler meant that when you read a book for the first time, it conveys the information, and when you reread it, you truly get the transformation that the book sought to provide. Now, this is a practice that I do vigorously, and I even end up reading or rereading a book several times. I can be slow to process things, which can be the reason for me wanting to go back to each book several times, but mainly it is so that I can go even deeper into the understanding of the content of the books. 
For each time I reread a great book, I gain a deeper and more practical understanding of its teachings. And I go beyond the information and I get to the intended transformation. This principle to achieve transformation can be applied to more areas than only reading books. You can re-watch a great movie or TED talk. You can re-listen to a great podcast episode that you enjoyed the first time around. You can go see your favorite speaker a second time, even though the talk is about the same thing. What I offer is transformation, not information. And here's where my industry can and should do better. If you've ever listened to a motivational speaker live or online, then you've most likely experienced the feeling of getting all excited, pumped up and ready to make a change, only to wake up a day or two later feeling quite the same with a sense of nothing really changed. And you might even feel a bit hungover, which can happen when your mind has its dopamine high. I'm not against motivational efforts, or maybe I am. Let me get back to you on that. What I am pointing out, though, is that nothing really changed. Everything remained exactly the same. It doesn't even have to be a motivational speaker. It can be a course or a training that you attend. And despite you taking pages and pages of notes, eventually after a few days or weeks later, nothing shifts. It all remains the same. So what's going on? Where's the transformation? In my experience, the transformation is absent due to the over-reliance on information, which is due to a simple misunderstanding that what people need the most is the answer to the question, how? How do I do it? I know what I should do, but tell me how to do it. This is such a common question. And it's understandable then that what we helpers and healers do is to try and come up with the answers to how and tell people what to do. More information isn't what's needed. What's needed is a whole new way of seeing the world, a transformation. I recently had this conversation about delivering a leadership training where what will be covered and what strategies or tactics will be taught was the focus. And I realized that if what I deliver could be done by ChatGPT, then you might as well just send me $50 and I'll give you the prompts. It would save us both a lot of time and effort. And this would be the case if what I delivered was mainly information rather than transformation. It does happen quite often that when I speak or teach, that people come up to me to share that they found it useful, but they've heard it before and recognized it, but it's always good with a reminder. I get excited when I hear that. And I'm quick to explore what would have to happen for them to actually implement what it is that they've been given a reminder of. I get excited by this, but I also become aware that I too have room to improve in order to be able to facilitate even more transformation. I don't want to get stuck only answering questions about how how one goes about doing this or that. You see, to me, how is no longer a valid question. We live in a world with more information than ever before and the answers to most questions are at the end of our fingertips or by the activation of our voice. How is no longer a question. When I try to facilitate transformation, I aim for insight. It's yet another thing that one of my mentors taught me, Ankus Jain, 
an apprentice to Steve Chandler, whom I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. Ankush taught me that an insight is only a new thought, a thought you haven't had before. It's a new way of seeing things. And with that, it has the power to transform everything. When you think of something you've never thought of before, you're able to do things you couldn't possibly imagine before, which leads to an expansion of your potential, of what's possible. That's the power of insight, of seeing things differently. When you change the way you see things, things change. They transform, sometimes without a whole lot of effort. Again, that's the power of insight. What helps you have new insights? As I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, when you reread a book, you have the potential to take in the meaning of the content at a deeper level, which can help you gain a new insight. But also, as I mentioned with the situation of attending a course or training, rather than only delivering information, providing answers to the questions, how... I want us to address the objections and the obstacles that are preventing you from implementing what you know to implement. What the reread books and the training has in common when it comes to facilitating transformation is that they are able to change your fundamental operating system, the OS. Rather than simply installing a series of new apps, which is what you do when you're only adding more information, you're just adding more apps to your already cluttered system. When you have too many apps, it can drain the battery faster. And because you haven't updated your OS, the operating system, in a while, some apps aren't running as smoothly as they should, since they're designed to work with the latest version of the OS. So they freeze and they crash and they slow down the system even more. But when you upgrade your operating system, suddenly your battery lasts longer, apps run more smoothly, and since the new upgrade came with some built-in functions, some apps become obsolete. The operating system is your being. And part of that is your belief system or your philosophy. Perhaps you're thinking that you don't have a certain philosophy, but as the late American psychologist Dr. Nathaniel Brandon said, the fact that you have or need a philosophy isn't optional. The only choice is whether you've consciously defined it or not. Your philosophy is what you believe. It's the organization of your thinking and knowledge, and what you believe influences what is possible for you. What is possible for you will influence your procedure or the actions you take. Your procedure will produce outcomes or results, which often acts as proof of what you believe since your mind is constantly looking for congruence. Now, when you want to create real change and achieve actual transformation, what is required is more than simple information. What is needed is a change in philosophy, in what you believe. Because when you change what you believe around a certain topic, area or situation, all of a sudden, you're able to see things differently. When you see things differently, you're able to act differently, which generates a different result. These results are proof 
that what you're seeing differently has been practically implemented and it adds its support to your new belief or philosophy. For a helpful infographic of this concept, visit insidethecomfort.zone and find this episode's show notes. How is no longer a valid question, but another question is, are you willing? Are you willing to learn, explore, to up-level and upgrade? Are you willing to consciously define your philosophy and become aware of what your beliefs are, how they're supporting or stifling you? And are you willing to change them? Then there's a series of questions that you can ask yourself next time you want to achieve transformation. What do you believe about the situation or topic? Why do you believe that? What proof do you have? Is it your belief or did you inherit it from someone else? And finally, what are you willing to do about it? Try it out for yourself and join the conversation over on Substack, the new home of my podcast, over in the comments tab of the episode where you also find the show notes and a full transcription of the whole episode. Thanks for listening to Inside the Comfort Zone with me, Adam Kowalik, and I'll be back next week with another regular episode. If you like the show, please follow and rate it on Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think should hear what we spoke about today, please share it with them. The best way to get the episode as soon as possible is to subscribe to Inside the Comfort Zone via Spotify or whatever podcast app you like to use. Check out some of the previous episodes by visiting insidethecomfort.zone. Inside the Comfort Zone was brought to you by Adam Kowalik, life coach, speaker and author on a mission to redefine personal and professional development. Thank you for being you and please keep it up. Talk more soon.